Welcome to this week in Vikings sports here on vikenation.org here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. And we are excited to announce that the Firestone Complete Auto Care in Kenwood is sponsoring the weekly 80 podcast. Contact Eric Lester at 513-401-7892 for all of your complete auto care needs. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Princeton Athletic Director Joe Roberts. Joe, good morning. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Jason. How are you this the fine day? We are managing and good to be back after the uh, the scheduling things last week. Couldn't get everybody together. But uh, we're back and ready to talk some uh, Vikings athletics. And uh, Let's start with your wrestling team. Uh, big meet over the weekend, the GMC tournament. Uh, give us some of the highlights there and how you think your uh, team performed. What, a, what an incredible turnout. I You know... Heading in there, uh, we have we had some really good momentum going. Even though that we did not advance in that team dual regional tournament, we saw a lot of great things out of our our wrestlers and Coach Powell and his staff were extremely uh, confident about what we had. As long as we were able to maintain weight and maintain the health of our student athletes, which we did, they they showed up in, in a third place finish in the in the conference tournament. Two champions and Vincent Mullen Jr. and Antoine Allen, and just a great showing from all of our kids. You know, I was there for for the morning sessions, and, you know, I got to see all the kids wrestle, and when you have eight advance through and three that go into the consoles and advance all the way through, it was just a great testament to what our kids are doing, and looking forward to the sectional meet this week. So, so after a, a strong showing by the team, and also, as you said, multiple individuals uh, with strong showings, how do they take that momentum then and carry it into the sectionals this weekend? Well, I think it gave them a huge shot of confidence to realize that not only uh, from where, where they go from a seating perspective when the individual wrestlers are seated, I think it gave them the idea that they do realize they have the capabilities to advance through, uh, that Division One wrestling in Southwest Ohio is not easy. Uh, wrestling in general is not easy, but particularly when you're looking at, at who we're matching up against across the board uh, to advance through to get to Columbus, um, you know, but we have a chance to be able to get some guys uh, on the podium and through this sectional this week at Middletown uh, and really give them a shot to uh, continue to build on that momentum that they're carrying. And uh, we'll see how they do when we uh, reconvene next week. Let's move on to the hardwood. As last time we talked, uh, basketball teams were sort of winding down the regular season, and now we're into the postseason. And let's start with the boys. A uh, good way to start with the postseason last Friday with a – rather comfortable win over Talawanda, 75-44. Come out there, outscore Talawanda 29-4 in the first quarter and really coast from there. Uh, what did the coaches say about the boys coming out so strong from the start and really just taking it right to Talawanda from the get-go? Well, it was nice to see that we did start that way. You know, we've had a tendency this year kind of off and on to start a little slower and try to play catch-up. Um, but we were able to get after it pretty quick, put some pressure on early, and, and move the ball up and down the floor. Our speed certainly outmatched theirs at the beginning, and that's just something that just continued to grow as we went, went through it. Um, I think that it really enabled us to, to see some things. Um, I don't know if we actually uh, showed a lot uh, to our opponents that we got coming up here, of course, tomorrow night with Wenton Woods. But, um, you know, it was a good start. I, I like the fact that we played the game instead of drawing into a bye at the seed meeting uh, to kind of keep the guys moving a little bit, I think. Uh, depends on, on the health status of your student-athletes at all times. Sometimes a bye is good, sometimes it's not. But I always favor go ahead and keep them playing because it keeps them that consistent rotation. And also forcing 21 turnovers in that game against Talawana. That has to make them feel good going forward, too, that they can come out immediately 
not only shut down the scoreboard, but also turn them turn them over and turn it into offense the other way, does it not? Oh, well, I, oh, the one thing I do hope it does show is that defense helps win the ball game, and it's not just about the offensive uh, possession and the offensive time, but if you're able to play solid defense, I think that will help them uh, all the way through. So as you said, you're know, going to take on Winton Woods uh, tomorrow night at a 7.30 Hamilton High School. Took the, took on Winton Woods back in December, end of December, beat them 52-41. to 41. Do, Does the team and the coaching staff look to take anything from that game and apply it to now, or has that just been so long ago that you're basically playing a brand-new team? Well, you know, in my short tenure here, I do know one thing. Winton Woods is a big rival for us, and so uh, I think you have to throw out the previous game uh, out the door, I think you need to go back and look at some tape just to grab a couple of tendencies off of a couple of the players uh, from Wenton Woods and maybe see what a couple of things that we did that we needed to work on getting better. But, you know, it's going to be a, a battle. Um, we're trying to get a spot in that district semis, and we're trying to uh, – we've got a lot of goals set in front of us, and so we have to take the emotion out of it, uh, continue to play good, solid, fundamental basketball, and I think we're going to be okay. And uh, should you win, obviously coaching staff's not going to look far ahead, but we can do that here uh, on the podcast. You'll move on to uh, Friday night, take on the winner, if you're able to, to beat Winton Woods, and we're hoping that's the case, take on the winner of Mason and Lakota West. Would you have a preference there as to who you would see in that district semifinal? I certainly don't. Um, I, obviously, we've seen both teams twice already uh, as their you know, conference opponents with us, but, you know, um, I think both teams are going to are going to be ready to go, and both teams know what's on the line. So they're going to battle it out with one another uh, tomorrow night as well. And and you know we'll just see which way it comes. I think I think from a from a pressure side of things, I think Mason's going to pressure us a little bit tighter on the defensive side. Lakota West is going to let us open it up a little bit more. But I think the scoring presence is going to be there, and I think it's going to come down to who's going to be able to control the turnovers. I think it's going to be able to, who's going to be able to control. Uh, possession, and make free throws. Let's move on to the uh, girls' side here. Had to get uh, a tough opener against Wilmington after they actually had the bye to begin uh, sectionals. You win 41-36 there. Uh, Kyla had an outstanding game, uh, 14 points, 20 rebounds, five blocks, a huge difference maker uh, there for her. We talked, in, in, in this, as the schedules wind down in the regular season, team playing a lot of close games and having to grind wins out. Do you think that paid off here against Wilmington? Oh, Jason, I think, it, I think it's what gets us battle-tested and gets us ready for tournament play. I think um, Walnut Hills is a very formidable opponent. I think what we saw against Wilmington probably uh, was consistent of what we've done all year long and going through night in and night out, and I think this will really prepare us for this solid 4-5 matchup in the bracket uh, to get us ready for the district finals uh, on, on Saturday. Uh, should it work out for us? But I mean, you're you're right. I mean, you know, we've got to have the rebounding presence from Kyla. We've got to be able to continue to uh, push the ball into the middle of the floor and get it down to her, so that she either she can make a play and score, or she can kick it back out to our our guards who can drive to the basket. Um, we've got to continue that, and what we've done all season long with our schedule prepares us for this time of year, and that's what we're trying to do. When she has a game like this, Kyla, Kyla Oldicare does 14 points, 20 rebounds, five blocks. Is that something where the coaches are saying, hey, that's great, we need more of that from you? Or do they pose that as a challenge to the other players saying, you know, Kyla is great, but she's not always going to have nights like this. We need everybody else to kind of come along as well. 
Well, I'm not speaking for Coach Phillips and her staff, but I think it's a combination of both. You know, I, I know the coach loves to push Kyla to maximize everything that we can out of her. I, you know, fundamentally it's an inside-out game at all times, but she realizes that it takes all five on that floor to be successful, and I believe that's what they're trying to display, that when we get the type of uh, momentum going from the inside game, that the outside game will open itself up to help our guard play so much more. But we, it, it takes both, you know, we both both players, both the post and the and the guards have to come out there ready to go and play as one. And as you said, now a four-five matchup in the district semifinal tonight: Princeton versus Walnut Hills, six o'clock up at Lakota East High School. Uh, what are you looking for in this game from your team? Something similar to the performance against Wilmington, or maybe something different? I think we need to play a little bit different. I've, I've not had a chance to see Walnut Hills this year. I know that Coach has a couple times her and her staff, and I believe the kids actually watched them play uh, that second game Tuesday night as well. But, I, you know, we, we have to limit the amount of turnovers, and we have to control the ball. If we can keep the ball on our end of the floor and, and run solid offense, I think we're going to be okay. And as we talked about with the boys, we can look a little bit ahead here with the girls. If you're able to knock off Walnut Hills, you would then move on to the district final on Saturday night to take on the winner of Beaver Creek and Kettering Fairmont and would actually be at Princeton High School. So you would have a chance to host the district championship there. Would that, Do you think that serves any extra motivation for the team tonight against Walnut Hills, knowing, hey, if we get through this, we have a home game for the district title? Well, the one thing is, is we would not, we are the site for the Division One girls district finals, but the the district athletic board uh, still has a rule that you are not allowed to play a home game oh. throughout the district tournament. So that that game, should we advance, that game would actually be moved to another site to be determined by the Southwest District Board. However, we do host the regional Division One regional girls tournament, so there's some motivation there. Uh, let's go ahead and claim a district championship, regardless of where we play, and let's get back on our floor around our home team fans. Uh, where we do have some comfort level and prepare ourselves for the regional tournament coming up March 4th and 7th. Do you look ahead to that yourself as an athletic director? I know co it's, uh, coaching staff's not going to look past tonight, obviously, but do you look ahead and start to think, boy, you know, we got a chance here to really make a run here if we're able to get through the districts and then, as you said, host the regional? I actually did on Saturday, Jason. When I got back from conference wrestling, we host uh, Division Two sectionals here, boys sectional tournament here on Saturday, and and I was, before the game started, I was actually going through the brackets and kind of looking, not necessarily thinking, well, where could we fall, but just looking at the different matchups and seeing how, how it could play out that we could navigate ourselves through to, to move on up to Columbus in a couple of weeks. But, you know, we have to take it game by game. Uh, we cannot let the kids look past what's right in front of them and let them get through this evening, and then you prepare for the next game moving forward. But it is always nice when you're hosting uh, tournaments to, to have all the different teams and all the different schools come in. Um, but it's great when, when your own team can be on its floor. Great season the girls' basketball team has had. They get a chance to pick up their 20th win tonight. Let's look on the other side of things, just hypothetical speak, because it's always a possibility. If they should if, should they fall tonight to Walnut Hills and end the season in the district semifinals, would you categorize the season as a success or not? I would. Uh, I would I would categorize it as a success. I look at what what we do from a schedule standpoint and the the level of competition that night in and night out that we play. Of course, our conference um, 
is just as much a part of that. I look at what our student athletes were able to do on the floor. I look at what they've done in the classroom, and it has been a successful season. There is that presence out there that will be disappointed because of the athleticism and the physical nature of our student athletes that we have, but they're also very young. We have a very solid group of seniors right now, and then we go right into a solid group of sophomores, So, uh, and even down into the freshman level. So we're young, um, but we are battle-tested. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say all these student, all of our girls' basketball players right now, as well as our boys' basketball players right now, they, they've already moved up a level. They're, you know, the tournament is here, so it's a new season for everybody. Um, I wouldn't be disappointed in any, anything that would have the outcome, but we're, we're rooting for the Vikings all the way. Can I get a prediction from you for tonight and tomorrow night for your basketball teams? Purely, purely, want, purely unbiased. You want score? I'm sure. Yeah, sure. If you want to give me a score, go right ahead. I won't sure. hold. You, I won't hold you to it. <laughs> you won't, but others might. No, I think the Vikings <laughs> win both games. I think. I think Lady Vikes come out tonight strong. I think we control the rebounding. I think we control the ball. Um, we've got to be able to make shots, and we've got to be able to attack the basket and handle their pressure. But I think Lady Vikes. Uh, come out on top tonight, and I think our our guys will head up with that momentum and that um, that feeling of of Winton Woods again. And I think that uh, again we'll advance through to, uh, tomorrow night as well. So, um, really looking forward to both games. There you go, folks. The unbiased prediction from Princeton Athletic Director Joe Roberts. Uh, Joe, great talking with you once again, and uh, certainly look forward to it next week. And hopefully, uh, both basketball teams still alive and uh, marching on towards a potential state title. Absolutely, Jason. Of course, also today, it's so important everybody realizes how time flies. Baseball and softball start today. So there you let's go. keep the rain away because we're heading outside to get a little spring opener in. Absolutely. So here we go. Spring sports right on the horizon, Joe. Appreciate the time, and we'll reconvene next week. Thank you so much. That is Princeton Athletic Director Joe Roberts joining us for this week in Princeton Viking Sports here in ESP Media and vikenation.org, powered by Sidearm Sports. Oil. Your oil and oil. Make sure you do the oil changes. You need to replace your oil. Oil is like the lifeblood of your vehicle. Oil is the most critical part of the engine. For maintenance, repairs, and tires, come in to Firestone Complete Auto Care. Contact Derek Lester at the Kenwood Firestone location for great customer service at 513-401-7892. That's 513-401-7892.